0: Yo, people, episode 48 in the his house. Oh, did I
1: say that right? My,
0: (laughs) that's not right. God,
1: (laughs) but we're leaving it. Um, carrying on today's
0: episode
1: (laughs) on today's episode of Latter day Lesbian, we are going to discuss this most recent bullshit by the Mormon church. They have come out in objection Hmm. to Utah banning conversion therapy on children. Aww. So the church is <laughs> thinking, yeah, we should do conversion therapy on kids. We'll go more into it, wow. but just a heads up is what we're going to talk about. You know,
0: about. just when you think they're a loving, accepting group. They're not.
1: <laughs> they're not, not. so much. Yeah. We've also got an awesome foam pod, some patrons to catch up on, and some just some cool shit. So, yeah. Should we get to it? Let's do it. All right. Hey,
0: everybody, welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. You're making me want to do (laughs) jazz hands. You know, it's never wrong. Mm -mm. I'm Mary. I'm Shelly with jazz hands. (laughs) Now with more jazz hands. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, we're recording an episode. That's fantastic. Tis. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn the time over to you, Shelly. Oh, God. With your jazz hands. Um, You're leading this uh, expedition. Am I leading this expedition? <laughs> yeah. uh, I,
1: people want to hear more from you, Mary. All right. What do you want to hear? I'm an open damn book. What you got? Throw something at me. Should I could give you <laughs> my notes and you can try to run the ship?
0: You know, I revealed in the last Letters episode, and for those of you who are not listening to the Letters
1: episodes for whatever reason, not everybody does, you know, that's Yeah, fine. but like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and clearly this is not the episode where I'm going to try not to swear. Right. Because I already nope. released an F-bomb. Yep. Maybe next week. There I it think is. next week it is.
0: But I revealed in the last Letters episode that I did this goofy thing when I was a camp counselor at a Christian camp, and then... Every week on Sunday, I was leading music mm-hmm. at a church, but Saturday night I was getting it on with some lesbians. Mm-hmm. Lesbian? Lesbian That's French. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what I did. So I don't know, does that make me a sinner or just? I mean, awesome? you, you're a sinner just because, and you're awesome. But a question for you when you were a, a Christian camp counselor mm-hmm. and then hooking up with lesbians on the weekend. Yeah. Was there guilt? Did you think Christianity was right? Did you think you were a sinner? Or were you just like, well, this is a job and it pays money, but I'm, I'm a lesbian? <laughs> like, what was it? Well,
0: I loved music, and um, so I didn't mind helping out with this new church leading music. And, you know, I was going, and this camp was on water, and we got to do sailing as well. It was a sailing camp as well mm-hmm. as being a Christian camp. I don't know. I just was kind of living life and not worrying about it. That's so, what I was doing. Gotcha. I guess I wasn't thinking I was going to hell. I don't think I knew. I was just living my life.
1: You're just living your life. You know, that's kind of what I do. I just live my life. That's true. You're very you're very much in the moment.
0: I really am. I, for whatever reason, have kind of nailed that in the now business. Yeah. I'm not great at that. Well, yeah, there's still time. There is. <laughs> there, there for <laughs> sure is. Yeah, I try not to worry too much about consequences. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, with that, I'm not some weird
1: sociopath and I want to go kill people. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I'm going to sleep better tonight. <laughs> Since Knowing you sleep next that, to me, I do sleep next to you. <laughs> yeah, that and is I love handy. It. That mm-hmm. is handy.
0: Yeah. But um, certainly, I want to be a good citizen. Mm-hmm. Whatever I do is with consenting adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I guess I don't worry about it. I just, I do me. I'm doing me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the time. So, there you go. Is that more about me? You were asking for more about me. I mean, I guess. <laughs> if there's something specific you would like to know, I am an I th- open book. I
1: think we need to do a month of Mary. Do we? <laughs> Where you're you're just running it oh. for the entire month. You get to tell your story. Okay. Audience, raise your hand <laughs> if you want a month of Mary. Month of Mary. Month of Mary. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll consider that. All right. Cool. So, we are going to talk today about the Mormon church. Huh, that's a shocker. Sucking, that's a change. That's from, a change. From sucking regular.
0: ass. <laughs> that's also a change. Yeah.
1: Um. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, I think we probably need a foam pod. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. But before that, I ran across this thing on <laughs> Facebook and, the, and I loved it. And it's a word with a definition, so let me. you're going to hear me flip my pages of my notes because I wrote it a few days ago.
0: Okay. That's very Rachel Maddow of you, flipping pages. Is it? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what she kind of yeah. does on her show. Well, at least that's the sound effect
1: they use. This is a word that I want to start using, and it's called the fuckening. The fuckening? <laughs> Jeez. It's another reason why today is not our no-swear episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the definition. When your day is going too well, huh. and you don't trust it, and some shit finally goes down. Oh, there it is. The fuckening. <laughs>
0: Did <laughs> Philip write this?
1: That's what I want to know. <laughs> it should be. It should be.
0: It seems like his outlook.
1: Uh-huh. Isn't okay. that funny, though? It's like your day's going too well, and you're like, mm, my day can't be going this well. And then something happens. Oh, there it is. That's the not fuck-a-ning. my outlook. That's my outlook. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Philip. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's how he gets it. I teach the fucking to Philip so he'll know what it I really think is?
0: he has taught it to you. Mm. But I he calls he it good luck it. and bad luck. Okay, well, he'll be calling it. Luckening after a while, and <laughs> the then luckening. that will just naturally uh, segue into fuckinging. I so. like it.
1: I like it. I you like know, it. You know,
0: it's a matter of time. I don't even think you need to teach that to him. He will just figure that out <laughs>
1: on his own. <laughs> it's true. True story. What's oh, that the uh, pod? All right. Should we um, cue music?
0: It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day.
1: What's today's pod, Shelly? All right, Mary. The fucked up Mormon phrase of the day today is... Zelf. Zelf. Okay. That's all I'm going to give you.
0: <laughs> so I think I know about a Zelf on a Shelf podcast. Isn't there a Zelf on the Shelf podcast? Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it. It's a
1: YouTube it. channel. It's a YouTube channel. I'm giving channel. you too many hints. No, you figure it out well, on yourself. I've heard of that already, okay. but I don't
0: have any idea what Zelf is. Okay. Although, of course, it rhymes with elf, which is fun. Um, Maybe, maybe this is like some sort of weird borrowing from like an Adamic language thing where it's like... Instead of the word self, Joseph Smith was trying
1: to be clever and he's like, So I says to myself, Zelf, is oh that it? Did Zelf, I get it right? You need more wives. <laughs> or would he say, Zelf, I need more wives? Yeah, that's how Okay, let me talk that over then. Okay. So I says to myself, Zelf, Zelf <laughs> I need more wives. I think that's it. <laughs> I think I it. got it right. Buzzer. <laughs> 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 okay. You know what's awesome about this is we actually pre asked, Sister Fanny, fact check. Oh, I guess you did because I was not aware of this. Fine, whatevs. And you know what? I got to be a little honest. I wasn't, ex- I, I didn't know what Zelf was in its entirety. Okay. And so you didn't know all things Mormon. Well, I knew what it was, but I didn't know. I didn't know the details that are a lovely, dependable Sister Fanny fact check has this would have been a good foom pod for me to quiz you on no because i would have got it right okay Hmm. (laughs) we just have more details so i think we need to turn the time over to brother ben who will in turn turn the time over to sister (laughs) fanny fact check is that how we're doing this let's do it all right and now we turn the time over to sister fanny fact check
2: thank you brother ben for allowing us women to talk to each other it's hard to know the real purpose of Zion's camp, but it was said to be an expedition to reclaim some of the land that Mormons had been ch- had, had lost when their frontier neighbors unrighteously chased them out. These wicked gentiles mistakenly thought that Mormons were annoying with their preaching and their worship and their shoulder rugs and their magic rocks and hats and their extremely righteous prophet who enjoyed young girls and preaching the gospel to young girls, telling his wife to give employment to young girls. And one magical day, the prophet decided to take a large and threateningly righteous group of Mormons from Nauvoo back to Missouri to show the Gentiles that the correct path of God was to give all their earthly possessions to the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. On their way through the wild woods, they came to a burial mound that archaeologists have identified as belonging to the Hopewell Nation of American tribes. But archaeologists are just wrong. Some of the brethren from Science Camp March went to the top of the mound and found some bones. So they dug into the mound, and about a foot down they found some more bones, almost a whole skeleton, with an arrowhead lodged in the ribcage. These bones seemed so very large that with their expert 19th century farmer's frontier medical forensic education, the Mormons decided the person must have been over eight feet tall. So they stole them, as you do, and they carried the thigh bone with them for the rest of the journey. They showed Joseph Smith Jr. these bones, and Joseph revealed a revelation. He said, These bones belonged to a righteous Lamanite named Zelf. He said Zelf had been a white Lamanite who had joined with the other whites, and he was obedient to the Nephite prophet Onondagus, which all goes to show that Joseph Smith Jr. was a true prophet of the Lord. You know, that fanny
0: fact check... (laughs)
1: <laughs> She's a maze balls. She really is. I wonder, though, how she has been allowed as a woman in the church to research so much hisosity. Histeroosity, Hysterectomy? Okay. Nope,
0: nope. <laughs> that's why you got kicked out. Pretty yep, sure.
1: Yep. Um, I don't know. She should probably watch herself. I hope she doesn't raise her hand and explain that kind of thing in church because oh, yeah. she will have a target she'll on her get back. On her, she'll get on a list. So she should watch herself. <laughs>
0: watch yourself, Sister Fanny. Fact check. <laughs> watch what yourself. You're trying to say? Okay. <laughs> uh, let us move on. But thank you, Sister. That was completely informational. It was. It yeah. was.
1: Uh-huh. I learned so much. So before we keep moving on, we have a lot to get to today. Do we? Okay. Um, we do need to pitch a pod.
0: Mary, yeah. take it. Pitch a pod. So uh on our recent trip to Atlanta, I saw a really good friend of mine, and she is a social worker. She works in the child sex trafficking industry, meaning, well, she's not in the industry, that sounds bad. She oh God, Mary. is in the healing part of that yes. business. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm saying it all wrong. Amy, help us. You know, maybe we can convince Amy to be a guest on our show. I think that would not be impossible. Yeah, we'll see how she feels about that. She mm-hmm. can explain this whole thing better. But yeah. she um helps those who are in that industry or who have been in that industry. And it's such a big deal in Atlanta, especially. They tell you in the airport, they talk about being on the lookout for, for child um, sex traffickers. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that they as do. well. Like, it's huh, a big deal. Must, I wonder there. why
1: Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe I think Amy it's a big deal everywhere, but maybe they know more of it, and so they know it's a huge problem. I don't know. Or maybe it's Amy a on thing and have in her. I don't her tell I don't us about really it.
0: Really know much about it, but um, yeah, we. I want to. want to do that. Amy, we're putting a bug in your ear. Mm-hmm. She's also a listener. So yeah, so she let us know that "pimp" is not a great word because we used
1: to say "pimp your pod." Well, we sure did, and not realizing it was.
0: Yeah, because we didn't put that together, but now we have. And she has pointed out, not a great word, so we're not going to use
1: it anymore. Yeah, because pimp is actually a word used. Um, it's the person who's basically selling children. That's a pimp. Yeah. And I knew that, but hadn't thought about it, nope. you know, as we were calling it, pimp your pod. Because somehow society's made the word pimp be something cool, like pimp your ride. That yeah. was a show, like pimp right. that out. Uh-huh. And I've said that, but when you go back to the root of the word yeah, pimping is not a great thing. Nope, not
0: a good thing at all. So
1: my apologies.
0: Yeah, we are learning. Mm-hmm. We are always trying to improve. And so we're going to, and we're going to call it Pitch Your Pod. We haven't gotten the LDL singers back in the booth yet to re-record mm-hmm. that, but we will do that. In the meantime, we want to pitch a pod today today. From our friend Jules Hannaford. Mm
1: -hmm. This is for her Fool Me Twice podcast. And we're pretty lucky because she sent in an audio clip of her daughter pitching the pod. It's a great clip and love the accents. All right. So take it away.
3: You meet someone online and there's this instant connection. It's amazing how much the two of you just seem to click. They live somewhere far away and there's some plausible reason they can't travel to meet you. They tell you they're in love with you, and you feel optimistic for the first time in a long time. They have a successful career, yet somehow they need money from you to solve a short-term problem, always with the promise of paying you back. Time goes on and they need more money more urgently. You've started to see the cracks and begin to wonder whether they've been lying this whole time. All of a sudden, it hits you. You've been scammed. Fool Me Twice is the story of my mother, Jules Hannaford, a woman who was drawn into the dangerous world of sweetheart scams. After a trip overseas to meet a stranger, a dangerous altercation in a Manchester hotel room, and thousands of pounds lost for good, she's here to tell her story. Fool Me Twice, a true crime podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Oscast Network, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts.
0: So that sounds like a really cool podcast to yeah, check out. I'll be listening. Yeah, she, um, I don't know how she has time to do so many podcasts. Mm-hmm. And she's had quite the life. I enjoy her. She's a neat lady. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so check that out. Uh, what is next,
1: Shelly? Uh, what is next? Well, we do still have some things to get to, but I wanted to bring up really quickly how we were uh, at the march in Utah. We've already talked about that, but I don't think we talked about going to dinner at my parents' house and the fact that you met my brother. Um, right. And his wife and their kids. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, a fun bunch. You know, I didn't know
0: what to expect. I thought maybe they'd be like super in the church and and that sort of thing. But they're a little irreverent, which I enjoy. <laughs> like uh, your nephew brought up Book of Mormon, the musical. Oh, God. yeah, Awesome. Which I find very irreverent. Mm-hmm. Also true. Well, from your
1: perspective, pretty right. spot on. Yeah, most both my niece and my nephew Brought up how they love the Book of Mormon musical, which cracks me up.
0: Yeah, and that kind of put me at ease a little bit. Like yeah. it didn't feel like a really Mormony preachy environment. which right. i Was right, grateful right. for. Uh-huh.
1: Also, your niece
0: is hilarious. Oh gosh, the other niece. And so there's two
1: two girls and a boy. Oh
0: right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the younger the younger of the two, she's 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. At one point, she took her Jello salad, which is standard, right? <laughs> well, at yeah. Pretty much every Mormon meal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Uh-huh. This one had um, bananas and raspberries. Okay. Okay. You know what? There's a variety. Mm -hmm. And she (laughs) took a spoon of it and put it over her shoulder, and she was like... Are you hungry, Patricia? <laughs> and she was talking
1: to her imaginary
0: demon friend,
1: Patricia. She, she said that, her, that she has a demon that controls the left half of her body oh, sometimes. Right. right. <laughs> and then someone asked, "What's the demon's name?" And she goes, "It's Patricia." <laughs> I don't know why that was so freaking funny. It was pretty she funny. She has named
0: her demon Patricia. Well, you know, you don't expect that to come out of a twelve-year-old's mouth. So there you, <laughs> you really go. Don't. It was <laughs> hilarious. Probably when I was 12, I was speaking in tongues. Probably, so there you go. Probably.
1: probably the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was cool for me because I wasn't um, worried. I didn't hesitate at all introducing you to my brother and his wife just because we, I've been in contact with them. My, my other brothers and, and their wives, I don't know, we don't really talk much, but I do talk to my oldest brother and I talk to my sister-in-law, his, his wife. And so I was more excited for you to meet them instead of nervous. And we had been to my parents' house before. So this time it was cool because we had kind of broken the ice and it it didn't seem weird. It didn't seem like they were looking at us weird, like, like in being a judgy a, way. Yeah, as being a lesbian <laughs> couple. Because my mom and dad, have, they just are not around gay people. And that's true. And so it felt totally normal and natural. We sat on the couch while my dad forced us to watch family movies, which is, you know, normal, normal and natural for my dad. Yeah, I think I've seen these movies twice now. Yeah, I think so, too. But I just sat there with you, kind of snuggled up with my hand on your leg, and I didn't feel like it was being offensive to anyone. I, it just felt normal, you know, because the years previous, it would be me and Brent there mm-hmm. with my family eating the Jell-O and whatever.
0: With your hand on Brent's
1: leg. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it didn't cross my mind that it was different than it would have been four years ago or whenever, whenever the last time Brent and I were out there. It just felt good. It felt okay. like okay. It, 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 Meaning it felt like there was nothing wrong. Uh-huh. And I had a great time sitting and doing a puzzle yeah. with my sister-in-law and her kids. Just so funny. So Elena, their middle child, um, had friends that found us at the Pride Festival in Salt Lake City in June. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, and she said that she wasn't able to go to the Pride Festival, and her friends were like, oh, I found the Latter-day Lesbian Podcast. Mm-hmm. And is like, oh, you know that's my aunt, right?
3: <laughs> I love cute. that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a good trip. Yeah, it was. And everybody was super fun and gracious. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And then we did Atlanta last weekend, and I was surprised at how many ex-Mormons there are in Atlanta. I know. And I was also very touched by— well, you tell this, because— They came up to you first, Mary, the two that got very emotional.
0: Yeah, a couple people came up and just saw the banner and burst into tears immediately. And I really just think this is a product of compartmentalizing. So while you're a Mormon, a lot of times the doubts you have, you put on the shelf. Yeah. But when you're, sometimes when you're an ex Mormon, All the trauma and pain you felt as a Mormon, you also put kind of on a shelf. Oh, you're right. You you stuff that down sometimes if you're not ready to deal with it. It's like a new shelf. Maybe it's a suitcase. You go from shelf (laughs) to suitcase. Or a vault. And so (laughs) then you see something that triggers it, and boom, you have this instant rush of emotion. And I think that's what happened in a couple of people's cases. One of the guys had gone through conversion therapy. He had tried so hard to be straight while he was in the church. And um, it didn't work. Ended up coming out. Don't know the entire story, but um it's painful for him. You
1: can tell. Oh yeah, he he teared up, we hugged. It's, yeah. you know, a full grown ass man, mm-hmm. big guy, tormented, yeah, uh, you know, and just brought to tears just thinking for two seconds about, about the, the situation, about the church. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm glad you brought him up because that kind of leads into what we're gonna be talking about today. Oh. So look way at to that. go with your segue. Oh my gosh. With your accidental segue. Is <laughs> that the spirit? <laughs> Ah. Does that make you think there is a God or there isn't a God? I just think you got lucky. <laughs> oh. Do we need a new uh, song that's like accidental segue of the... No? <laughs> and here's Mary with another accidental segue. Wow, well, no. trips off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, never mind. Before
0: we get to the accidental segue, uh, should we take a break? Yeah, pay the bills. Okay, we'll be right back.
1: We're back. Shelly, are you back too? Cool. I'm back. Blew my nose. ready to go. <laughs> okay. Let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. I'm an oversharer. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, I uh, wanted to backtrack a second. While we were in Utah, it was general conference. I think everyone at this point knows what that is. And I wanted to point out uh, some of the leaders of the church, their talks were focused on LGBTQ, I won't say issues, but just they weren't really focused. Anyway, the point I wanted to say is they I would mean, do they ever stop talking about— No, and that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Out of one side of their mouth, they're saying, we need to love all of our LGBTQ blah, 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 love Did they them. they say
0: that this time again. Yes, conference? love and have
1: compassion, but in the same breath, they go on to say that it's wrong and we shouldn't accept it. Hmm. It's like— How confusing. Why can't you just say we should love all of our brothers and sisters? Or say don't accept them and just take a stand. Sounds yeah. like they're talking on both sides they of their mouth. But listen, assholes. We know what you think. So why don't you just say love everyone? Now that, that would be way too Jesusy. Just tell the truth. Yeah. Say what you really think. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. talking
0: out of both sides of your mouth thing is confusing, mm-hmm. and people don't know what to believe. Right. If you're me,
1: of course. TBM people are like, look how kind and loving they're being toward the LGBT. No, they? they're not. You can't. Say love everyone, but also say because these people are gay that they're going to hell. You can't do that when mm-hmm. they're doing it. It's just, it's bullshit. To I mean, shut the fuck up maybe is what I want to say. Outer darkness is a really loving place. Oh, it's going to be badass. <laughs> Tell you what, it's going to be badass. Mm-hmm. All right, should we get to the point of our podcast get today? Get to it. Get okay. To it. This just hit the news yesterday. LDS Church raises objections to proposed rule banning conversion therapy on LGBTQ children in Utah. So in layman terms, there's uh, legislation going across the country to ban conversion therapy. Okay, that sounds Um, good. Because it doesn't work, A. Yeah. It's abusive and damaging. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's bullshit. I'll take less of that, please. Yeah, less, please. But in Utah, because there's so many Mormons there the LDS church has decided to say something about it. Hmm. Even though the LDS church, they don't have to pay taxes, right? They're just a church, but they <laughs> influence everything that goes on in Utah. They influence the legislature. They influence the laws. They influence all the shit. Why else do you think you can't get good beer in Utah uh, you know, on tap? You can't <laughs> get anything true. more than like four and a half percent. Yeah, I just drink wine when I'm in Utah. I know, I know. Anyway, this is frustrating because back in February of 2019, the church said they would not oppose it. And everyone was like, oh, look, they're being so progressive. They said that because it it wasn't hitting their their courts yet. Okay. And now that it's getting close, they're like, oh, we got to come out and say something. You know what? I just want to say shut the fuck up. Like, stop trying to manipulate voters. Because you know that's what you're doing. I can guarantee you that because this was said by the church, that my LDS family, most of them, and most Mormons everywhere, if this came out, you know, voting time, if it came out, are you for or against, they would side with the church. They wouldn't even think about the issue. They won't even look into both side of it, sides of it. They will simply follow the opinion of the church because right. God said. Yeah. And so if the church wants to act like this, I'm like, Okay, but you need to not pretend you're just a church. You need to pay taxes like everyone else. Yeah, if you're gonna influence. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna influence government. people. Exactly. Exactly. So what I wanted to read was a couple things that they said, and I, it just—it's so fucking stupid. All right, it's interesting according to the news outlet what they say about what the church said because oh, yeah. the, the local Utah outlets are very. Cushiony with the church. Well, aren't they always? Of course. But uh, like nationwide, I want to say CBS got a hold of it and they are not cushiony toward the church because they're not Mormon. Good. Anyway, um, here we go. I'll just read some. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints raised objections to a proposed rule that would ban conversion therapy on LGBTQ children in Utah. By the way, let me just say this. Children. Children? They want to convert children. Yes, this is all about children. They don't want to make it illegal to have conversion therapy done. To children. Well, they want everything geared to children. That's how they brainwash. Yeah, get them of course, young. Of course. Ugh. So here's what the church said. The church hopes that those who experience same-sex attraction and gender dysphoria find compassion and understanding from family members, church leaders, and members, and professional counselors. The church denounces any abusive professional practice or treatment, what Faith wait, said wait, in a wait, statement. Wait, wait, okay, wait. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Abusive? Mm-hmm.
0: So they're saying they oppose abusive
1: behavior. But they're about to say they're pro conversion therapy. So here's the thing: it's hilarious to me and also hypocritical that the church is denouncing abusive professional practice when in the '80s they were the ones like leading the way in electroshock therapy uh-huh. on gay people. Uh-huh. They did that shit at BYU, Dallin H. Oaks. Dallin Asshat Oaks was one of one of those that was pro this that thought that gay people probably still thinks that gay people shouldn't have jobs around children. I mean, so wait, now you're going to come out and say that they're against anything abusive? Okay, well let's pretend that they're now thinking, well maybe hooking electrodes up to people's genitals and shocking them that might not be very kind. So that maybe they're okay with getting rid of that. You don't have to have your nuts. Hooked up to an (laughs) electrode in order to be abused. Yeah, exactly. By conversion therapy. It can be purely words. Uh huh. Purely words. So, words telling a child, "Mm, you know what? You're going to hell. Yeah, I understand that you think you're gay. I understand. That you are scared and worried. But you that's need to a under- demon. Yeah. You need to understand that your parents love you and they want what's best for you. And we're going to pray together. That's a bad spirit. Yeah, that's a bad spirit. We're gonna- like, words hurt. Of course. You don't need to have your genitals shocked. Words are just as damaging to a child. And a grown-up for that fucking... Matter? Matter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as damaging, if not more. Damage is damage. And
0: you teach these children that, The way that they naturally feel is not good enough for God, not good enough for heaven, Mm -hmm. and that they're listening to a demon spirit, Yep, and they're disappointing everybody, especially Jesus, and they need to be different. Yeah. That's damaging.
1: Yes. That is damaging. That is exactly damaging. Yes. They go on to say— we teach the right of individuals to self determination and the right of parents to guide the development of their children. We also believe faith based perspectives have an important and ethically appropriate role in professional counseling. How oh, dare God. you Mm-mm. fucking tell therapists that bring, bring God into it to so bring God into it? How let's dare point you point out the sin? Yeah, you leaders of the church. How many of you are licensed therapists? Mm-hmm. Big fat zero, right. douchebags. How dare you? Act like you know more than a therapist, mm-hmm. that you know more. That really, really— Well, and anytime you bring in
0: good versus evil and sin mm-hmm. into therapy, then it's um, a morality issue. It
1: is. There yeah. should there should be no sin in therapy. in therapy. No. And especially for children. These are children. Because then
0: you're, you're putting it on a therapist to tell their patient that they're a good person or not. Yeah. That's not the point of therapy. No, 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 The no, point no. of therapy is to heal. Right. And to feel good about yourself, to learn to feel good about yourself mm-hmm. and to live your life positively. It's not to look down upon yourself. It's not yet another outlet so that you can self-flagellate and feel like you're a shitty person. Right. That's not the point of therapy. Right. So if they're putting this morality shit on therapists and this good versus evil shit and telling their patients they're sinners, mm-hmm. then they might as well just be like priests or something. Yeah. Just go to fucking confession. And yeah, say why and are you Hail going to Mary? therapy
1: anyway? Just go into your bishop who has no training yeah. and say, I think I'm gay. And he can be like, Well, you know you're gonna go to hell for that and your parents are gonna cry for eternity. <laughs> why don't you just marry someone of the opposite gender and you will become ungay, which is what they've been doing for years. Mm-hmm. The guy that we talked to in, in Atlanta who broke down in tears when he saw our banner. His situation was that he knew he was gay. Yeah. He told his bishop, mm-hmm. his bishop was like, just go on a mission. He went on a mission, came home, still gay, by the way. Yeah. Bishop says, get married, mm-hmm. get married to a woman. It'll all work out. Yeah. Didn't happen. Yeah. This grown ass man is now divorced. Thankfully, his wife is supportive of him, but he is now divorced and broke down in two seconds just yep. from seeing our banner.
0: Yeah. He saw the words latter day. And he
1: broke down into tears immediately. Yeah. That's what this does. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it does. Mm -hmm. Let me read a little bit more from this article. At a hearing last month, dozens testified for and against the proposed rule. Supporters of the ban said it would help combat Utah's youth suicide epidemic, while social conservatives decried it as stripping parents of their choice. Hmm. So remember when it was not illegal for parents to beat the shit out of their kids? (laughs) God. Like no, no. Parents should not have a choice to abuse their children. Yeah. So these super what do they call them? Social conservatives want to keep government completely out of the families. Good on premise, kind of. Mm-hmm. But when you have uninformed, wicked even sometimes religious zealots raising children, mm-hmm. Someone's got to say stop fucking up the kids. Yeah. It's not okay. Right. Just like it wasn't okay to beat the shit out of kids back in the day, yeah. right? There needs to be progression. It should not be okay to mentally abuse your LGBTQ children. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And don't act like you need to get out of the home government. If that's the case, if you really <laughs> think the government needs to get completely out of everyone's lives, Well, so much for protecting kids against sex trafficking, because it starts in the families. Right. You know, don't get involved with child abuse. Don't get involved with sex abuse. We'll just stay back and let families raise their kids how they see fit. Yeah. So we we won't send
0: in protective services
1: if something's going wrong. No, no. Mm -hmm. we'll just trust that they know better. It doesn't always work. No. So the Utah Department of Commerce said at the hearing it had received more than 1,300 written comments with 85% in support of the ban— on LGBTQ conversion therapy. Mm, God. Yeah. The LGBTQ rights group Equality Utah—go Equality uh, Utah!—called the church's comments profoundly disappointing. Yeah. The proposed rule, meaning banning conversion therapy, would do nothing more than protect LGBTQ children from conversion therapy, a life-threatening practice that has been condemned by all of the states and nation's medical and mental health authorities— Studies have found that more than 60, are you guys listening? More than 60%, not 16, 6-0. More than 60% of children subjected to conversion therapy attempt suicide. Wow. Period. That's the facts. That's the statistic. Wow. Suicide is the leading cause of death among Utah's children. Wow. The leading leading cause of death. Good God. And LGBTQ youth are especially vulnerable. This comes from Equality Utah Director Troy Williams. It's long past time to protect our state's youth by prohibiting this dangerous practice.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: Oh, my God. So, Mormon Church, you fuckwads, you <laughs> want to oppose legislation that will effectively protect children. Yep. once again, children are in last place. Yep, every time every fucking time. Though I need to say it again, more than 60% of children who undergo conversion therapy try to kill themselves. Let that sink in. 60%. Well, this is
0: right along with allowing bishops to conduct these sexually inappropriate interviews with children. Because when you can indoctrinate children young and brainwash them from a young age, then you have a lifelong tithe paying Mormon. Mm-hmm. This is a money racket. Absolutely. This church. Yep. They want money. Yep. That's why they do this. Mm-hmm.
1: You think it's about being spiritual and getting closer to Jesus? Do you think it's about families? Do you think this shit is about families? Right. Absolutely not. Yeah. Ugh, I'm so sick of this damn church. I know. I'm going to make a post about this later. I wish I had more Mormon friends on Facebook these days. I think they all dumped me. Um but I, I want them to see this and recognize it for what it is. This yeah. isn't about the wicked world interfering with God's church members raising their families in a godlike way. That's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. Mormon church, you're fucking up kids. Yep. You are fucking up kids. What's worse is
0: I believe personally you're doing it on purpose. Maybe. Shit. I that's don't know. What I think. Either way, it's the
1: same result. Yeah, that's true.
2: Oh, I can feel it about this stuff. It, 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 Me
1: too. Makes me think too, um, this is just kind of going through my head, how Mormon parents can be so distraught when their kid comes out as gay because it's like, well, this poor kid, you know, they're going to get picked on and. Probably of course, from members of the church. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to pray that they can become straight. We'll tell them, you know, your life will be too difficult if you're gay. Let's get you straight. Let's. Work, let's we'll go to therapy. We'll get you straight. You'll have a normal, regular, beautiful life. The only reason that a child or a human, any human, Mm -hmm. would choose to go from gay to straight is because of the way society mistreats them for being gay. That's it. Yeah. Because find me a straight person who's like, you know what? I think I would rather be gay. Yeah. Unless you're a bi or pan and want to love everybody, then you do that. And that's fine, too. But people want to change themselves because who they are is not accepted by society. Period. Right. So, fuck all y'all who are not looking out for the children first. Yeah. And it blows my mind. It blows my mind because in Scripture, the thing that Jesus condemns the most, real Jesus, fake Jesus, whatever, (laughs) whoever you think he was or wasn't, he condemned people who mistreated children. Mm -hmm. Like, in a big way. Yeah. Basically saying it would be better off that you were dead than Mm -hmm. mistreat children. He doesn't say that about anybody else, by the way. Just people who mistreat children. Mm-hmm. Although the church wants to make gay people think it's they were better off dead. Yeah. Right? Oh they want God. gay children to think they are better off dead. Yeah. By supporting something like we don't want conversion therapy to be illegal. We want therapists to be able to tell kids that we can fix your gayness. You can't fix gayness. You know why? It's not a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Gayness is not a problem. It's who you are. Yeah. You know what problem needs to be fixed is assholeism, and that's what's running the church. <laughs> go to therapy for that. Should you we find a cure for assholeism? Psh, shit, wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. <laughs> yeah, go to therapy because you're an asshole. Mormon church leaders, yeah. you're the ones who fucking need therapy. That's it. So don't come out of one side of your mouth in conference and be like, "We need to love our LGBTQ." Fuck you. You don't know how to love. All yeah, you know how to do is judge. That's a mixed message. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't you like that. You cannot love and judge in the same breath. No, that's true. That's very true. Whew. How you doing over there? I'm a little, I'm a little heated. Yeah,
0: uh, you got a little heated too. Yep,
1: yep. There's no judgment. I'm not judging you for getting <laughs> heated because you're loving me for getting heated <laughs> because I care about kids. That's it. This isn't just you know. This makes good podcast material, right? I mean, right. it kind of does. But <laughs> yeah, the Mormon Church has no end to oh, good God. podcast God, material. None, zero. Because every time you turn around, they have said some other dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But this is like, I have children. I have kids. And so when shit like this comes out, I immediately go to what if with my kids. Yeah. What if I'd have stayed in? What if I'd have stayed in when I was gay? What if, what if? I'm like, those motherfuckers, they could be, had I stayed in, they could be the cause of one of my children trying to kill themselves. Yeah. 60% of children who go through conversion therapy try to kill themselves.
0: And when we were in Utah and did that meet and greet podcast, mm-hmm. Um, we heard from more than one person affected by suicide absolutely. in their family. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Ask around. Mormon, I think I have like four Mormon listeners still. Ask around. People tend to get in their own bubbles. They'll get in like a, into a progressive bubble of Mormonism, and I use progressive with quotations. Mm-hmm. Um, but ask around. Don't just expect the church to change. You need to actually know what the damage is. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Do some research, people. Yes. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whoo. Stretch my arms a little all right. bit. Right, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Mary and I are homesick today because I think traveling has definitely kicked us in our faces at this point. Yeah. Sore throats, we're drinking liquids all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be a good day to uh, sit and watch some Johnny Lingo. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I keep hearing all about it. I know. So we reached our goal with Patreon of 175 patrons, which is. We've never reached a goal that quickly. We we dangled Johnny Lingo out there, and it was like boom, um, which is fucking awesome. So the reward. Am I going to be horrified? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. So that was the goal I dangled was when we reach 175, that Mary will be forced to sit and watch Johnny Lingo, and we will record her reactions. So I, I have problems with the word forced. <laughs> gently coerced. <laughs> okay. So I think, you know, it's rainy out today. We're feeling kind of under the weather. Maybe we just need to snuggle up with the dogs and some popcorn and set up some cameras and watch some Johnny Lingo. What do you All think? All right. I can get behind that. Yeah. All right. And by the way, we need to come up with new goals. So if there's a, another movie, we need to gently coerce Mary to watch <laughs> or whatever goal. This is fun for you. Yeah. I love it. And by the way, the people who are patrons. On our Patreon page, patreon.com slash lesbian, you are the ones who get to pick the next goal.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Are you going to give them some options?
0: No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> huh. Although there was some stuff floating around on Facebook that they should be able to pick my next tattoo. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm thinking if we set a goal of like a thousand patrons, sure, I'd, I'd get a tattoo. I think you should decide what tattoo you can live with for the rest of your life and give
0: them options. Do you want this one, this one, or this one? That's what I think personally. It's permanent. It's not just me watching a movie for two hours, hopefully less. (laughs) It's 30 minutes. (laughs) This one's a short movie. Even better. It's, You having something permanent on your body, like a weird rainbow taper, no offense to anyone who wanted that, but that's something you have to live with. Oh, God, I would love a rainbow
1: taper. Would you? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Let me point this out though. (laughs) If we were able to reach a thousand patrons, Mm -hmm. we could feasibly quit our jobs, do this full time, and be able to reach so many more people. We could travel and get you more. Pride fest. We could be more involved. We could do public speaking. Like, we could really get out there and help get it. the world. So I get it. I am willing to get a permanent fixture on me, not on my Can it on be my really face. tiny? I, I would give, um, I would definitely give some parameters, you know, like the size of a golf I'm not ball or something. i offering that up, just so anyone knows. <laughs>
0: okay? My tattoos are my I choices. might offer that up.
1: <laughs> I might offer that up. God. Okay. (laughs) All right, (laughs) Shelly. You know, anything, this is the things I'm willing to sacrifice in order to make this project that we're doing really reach everywhere. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you you know what? That is your call, your decision. It's your body. And I'm going to leave that to you. Why, thank you. Sure. Of course. I do believe we need to announce some patrons. And by the way, we have not yet picked out of our magic bowl where we owe two people now um, the swag bag. So we sure. will bust out a camera and do that very soon. Okay. Before any of that
0: happens, let's just take one final break. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back.
1: We're back. How was that commercial, by the way? Was it good? Uh, oh, probably not. So let me throw this in there, too. <laughs> um, just so you know, I know the commercials can be annoying. I get it, Yep. but they do help pay our bills. If they are super annoying to you, which is totally understandable, we do have a Patreon tier that you may join and get commercial-free podcasts from us. Yeah.
0: You know what I do when I'm listening to people's podcasts and they have multiple commercial breaks? I just turn it down Mm -hmm. for a minute Mm -hmm. because I usually listen to my car, and uh, that way they're still getting paid. Sure. Because if you fast forward, then potentially they're not getting paid because that's not an impression. Yeah,
1: can I just say that? If you fast forward through our commercials, we don't get paid, and we do have expenses. We do put a considerable amount of time into this. So we're just and asking money. you— to- And money. Jesus. Uh Jesus. We're just asking you to not fast forward, Yeah, please. just turn it down. Mm-hmm. We get it. They're mm-hmm. annoying. Turn down a little bit. You don't have to have a blaring like you do our voices. Just turn it down a <laughs> bit so it's not annoying. Yep. And then turn it back up after about a minute. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Shall we announce some
1: patrons? Yes, of? we've got exactly five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to throw one, one more of those, in? One of them's a twofer. <laughs> oh, all right. It's kind of six, but it's only five. Okay. Okay. Number one, Anetta A. That's okay. a lot of A's. Thank it you, Anetta. Number two, James R. Thank you for our male representation james r okay we love our boys next one is the twofer: heather and savannah so not just heather not just savannah but heather and savannah okay heather and savannah thank you then we're going on to melissa b great melissa b great <laughs> indeed <laughs> that was bad sorry <laughs> and finally amanda s Thank you so much Amanda S. So nice. Anetta James, Heather and Savannah, Melissa and Amanda, you guys kick ass. You definitely help us get to the 175 goal and now we get to go watch Johnny Lingo. I am so excited to do that, not you really. Be.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god.
1: It's going to be great. <laughs> By
0: the way, if we have mispronounced your name, Please let us know. I know we do have a patron, Laura W., that we may have said, or Shelly may have said, rather, Laura, maybe. I don't actually remember how we said that.
1: If your name is Laura or Laurel or Andrea or Andrea, what are some of the other ones? If you have a name that people (laughs) do tend to get it wrong. Shelly or Sheila. Nope. (laughs) Always (laughs) (laughs) Shelly. Mary or Murray. Uh, Yeah, I've heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, unless you want me to butcher it, give me some pronunciation. Or just correct us after the fact, either way. Or just don't even worry about it. You know, you choose.
0: You choose. Totally up to you. But we thank everybody for their patronage. If you would like to join us on our journey, we really would love that so much and appreciate all that support. Please visit... Patreon.com slash
1: Latter Lesbian. That's us. And how can people get in touch with us when they want to write in?
0: Yeah, Mary. you know what? That is a really good point. We announce this on letters episodes every time. Mm. But, you know, for those of you who don't listen to the letters. I'm and gonna, I don't understand why. I'm going to announce it here. <laughs> Just visit LatterDayLesbian.org slash contact and get in touch. Yep. We hope you do. And once again, I want to give a shout-out to Dan at Extension Audio. Thank you so much, Dan. Okay. Um, any final words for today, I'm ready they? for some
1: Johnny Lingo. Should I fix my hair? I have definitely sick hair. I have, like, sick face, sick hair. I'm not oh. wearing a bra. Is that what the people oh, need oh, to see oh, on our wow. video? Okay. Should huh. I put a bra on? <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't know. Uh, 175 patrons, does that merit a bra? I or say not? at
1: 200, we will watch a movie, a Mormon movie without bras.
0: <laughs> um, it's starting to sound a little dicey. You know, what what you're what you're what whatever pays the bills, baby doll,
1: whatever pays huh. the bills.
0: You know, I'm going to say that I'm going to keep all my clothes on.
1: That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go make out? Always. Right.
0: Always. Yeah okay well we're gonna go make out and then watch some johnny lingo mm-hmm. can't wait for that uh but for the rest of y'all remember steer clear of cults because they are no fucking joke no fucking joke and conversion therapy can fucking kiss my ass mm-hmm. yeah mine that's too. how i feel Alrighty, talk to y'all later bye-bye bye-bye